What's up, Soul Warriors? Welcome to this Saturday Night Soul Session Live with me, Elsie. I'm super excited to be here again with you. Another solo show for this Saturday night. I am loving what we're talking about. We're talking about the mind, body, soul connection, recovery, and rediscovery process. Last week, we talked about the mindset reset. And tonight, well, let me just ask you a question. What emotions seem to be a common theme in your life? And here's another question. Are they helping you reach and live your best life? Or do they seem to be sabotaging your progress? These are a couple of the questions we're going to answer in tonight's um, installment here of this three-part series. And we're going to talk about these topics and much, much more. We're going to talk about how emotions you know, connect in the body and, and how we can start to release those things. And, and we're going to start, we're just going to talk about a lot more. So I'm super excited to be here with you. If you missed last week's live episode about the mindset reset, you can catch that on the YouTube channel. And I even there on recovery revolution live and on my Facebook page to Lona Curry, y'all go do all the stuff. I appreciate all of the the likes that you guys are, are doing and and following the pages over on um, uh, Facebook and even our Twitter page and just all the stuff, all the love that you're showing me. I really appreciate you so, so much. Hey, we're in the holiday season. And so this three part series that we're talking about, I think is going to be really, really helpful. And there are some other things that can be helpful to you in your life right now. You can pick up my good friend Pamela Topchian's book, I Didn't Come This Far, to Only Come This Far, right there on Amazon. I would type in Pamela Topchian and just look at all the amazing art that she has and the stuff she has available. They make great gifts and they are really, really great. They're moments of change because when you can see your life in someone else, it gives you hope. And let me tell you why. Because the disease of specialness is what keeps us hopeless. But when we can actually see in someone else's victory story or in someone else's life, you know, things that resemble our own, it gives us hope because if they can make it out or they can heal and transmute this stuff, then so can I. And we know in the recovery community that all it takes is a spark of hope to change your life. And then one of the reasons that it takes us so long to make those positive changes is because we do feel hopeless and alone. Oh, the book I'm reading right now, because a lot of you ask me about that, is The Map of Consciousness by David R. Hawkins. It's an amazing book. I'm thoroughly enjoying it. It's not one that you necessarily have to read start to finish, but I think if you're just starting out on on hearing things and exploring things like consciousness and different things, then this is a great book to check out. It really is. And you can get that on Amazon as well. David Hawkins. Uh, I'm super excited and ready to get into this Saturday night soul session live with me, LC and you. And we're going to talk about the emotion code and how that's running your life. If y'all are ready, I'm ready. Let's go. Dance like there's no tomorrow. <laughs> Like there's no tomorrow. 
What's up, Soul Warriors? Doesn't that get you fired up? I love that intro because it gets me so fired up, which creates emotion, which creates action, which brings me here to you to be loud and fired up and just ready to talk about change, love, healing, and all the things. Let me say hey to my good friend, Pamela Topchian, who's in the chat on YouTube. I appreciate that. And everybody watching everywhere. Um, StreamYard only shows me so many comments, and I appreciate all of you that are here now and all that will watch this on the replay. I kind of hope these series that I do about mindset and different things, you can watch over and over throughout your journey. I really like to give content like that because it's, it's amazing to tell your story, your redemption story. It's, it's also amazing to tell other people kind of how you got there and how, you know, how maybe they can get there as well. Because anything that you hear from someone that resonates with you gives you this opportunity to take it in and run the experiment and then make it your own. Like I think nothing's set in stone. Healing is a process that is absolutely individual to all of us. And the reason I talk so much to the recovery community is because we are the people that live a lifestyle of healing. And there is no greater time in our our history that more people that are living a healing lifestyle are, are truly an asset to the world. Because a lot of people don't get the, the amazing ability that we get coming out of active addiction. They don't have anything maybe that drastic. And people are suffering all over the world. I mean, we're watching people that we believe, you know, even celebrities. That from once one way to look at things is a lot of us look at them like they shouldn't have problems. But people are suffering everywhere. You know, we think the thing we're missing, if someone else has that, then they're living the perfect life. But we got to remember, you know, we're all here having our own separate journeys and people are dealing with emotions that are truly, truly, they're, they're taking them away from the people that that love them. And, you know, when we talk about things like ending life, that is that is an emotion that leads to an action that is irreversible. And so when we talk about, when I talk about the mind, body, spirit connection in the recovery and rediscovery process, because a lot of people that, that watch with us aren't, aren't coming from a place of a background of addiction, but they're in that awakening type place where they're wanting to know more about who they are. And what, how they can change their life. And so that's our rediscovery group. And, and so we're talking about very real things. You know, I want to talk about last week a little bit, just touch on what we talked about last week so that it really leads into this. You know, last week we talked about mindset reset, how, how thoughts lead to emotions and emotions lead to actions. There's never not the in, in, in the middle part. There's never a time, I mean, it feels like it before we start utilizing awareness, which is a big key we talked about last week and we'll talk about tonight because it's the key to everything. Um, we talked about how there's always this process that happens and that's the thought, the emotion it creates, and then the action that we take based on that emotion. 
And, and so we talked about awareness. We talked about some of the ways to change mindset starts with gratitude and really connecting on a deep level with things in your re reality, in your world, in your life that you can be grateful for. If, if, if it's hard for you to do that, just get grateful for your heartbeat. Something so simple that, that doesn't involve other people that just really belongs to you. And if you'll do that on a consistent basis, I guarantee you, like this is law. It, it can't, it can't not begin to change your life, change your perspective. Um, we talked about asking different questions. Um, is there another way I can see this situation? Um, become aware of the stories that we're living under the influence of. See, that's going to be a big thing to talk. We're going to talk about tonight because that the emotions that are driving our lives are either opening the doors of opportunity for for a, a happier, healthier life, or they're slamming shut the doors, those same doors for living a happy, healthy life. And we get into these, we build stories around experience and that becomes the filter that we see and experience life through. So we're going to talk a lot about that. We talked about um, self-talk and self-thought. You know, that's a big thing. What are you saying to yourself? When you make a mistake, this is a, the greatest way to like just zone in on what your, what your common theme is. When you make a mistake, however large or small in your life, what's the first thing you say to yourself? Do you call yourself a name? Do you say something negative? Do you use very um, extreme speech? Like this always happens to me. You know, if you, if you can think of that, that becomes that awareness key and that all of a sudden brings it up in your mind. And the next time you begin to do that, you will realize that you can make a small shift and you can change that. As you change that, your filter changes. Remember that awareness is consciousness. Don't let certain words turn you away from life enhancing information. Um, we are three in one. This is like the holy trinity of healing, mind, body, and spirit. We talked about the lower brain that is in survival and addiction. The mid brain, which is the limbic system, is the uh, mammal emotions brain. The higher brain uh, becomes that love, that that emotion, that that action. So now we're going to talk about the emotion part of it, because even though the common saying is mind, body and spirit, I think it for me, my personal uh, experience, I still wasn't caring. I had to, I had to start changing the thought processes and the emotions before I could really start caring about my body. Cause I didn't, um, you know, it, this shell of me always seemed to be this, this walk in issue for me. It was, it was a huge, emo had so many emotions in one. It was like, I was just the container holding it all. And so it took this process, this, this way of the process for, for me to actually begin to start living a truly healthier lifestyle. And I'm still a work in progress. I'm still work. I still work on the body part because look, we don't change these things overnight, even though a tr traumatic event can happen in a moment, it, it, it lives through our stories, our emotions, it lives through that within us. So even though something can change your life in a moment, 
it'll be how we move through it and the emotions that we create around it that will be how we experience things. And, and, you know, I talked about that rediscovery process and that, and I use that word awakening and I use it really, really loosely because awakening, what awakening means to me is recognizing the stories and emotions that we are living under the influence of. That's what awakening means to me. See, we hear a lot about awakening, woke. I, I mean, all, all these these words that we use. But once you start practicing to recognize through emotion, because emotion can be your friend, even the ones we deem negative, because those are the things that absolutely let us know where we are in beginning a healing process. If we just skim over the negative emotions that are living not only within this realm, but they're living in our bodies as well. Negative emotion felt over time begins to create dis-ease in the body. And we hear about dis disease more than we hear about health, it seems, these days. And so knowing that we can begin to physically save our lives by starting this recovery and rediscovery and awakening process, that's good news. Like, that's really good news. And it's something that we can do. But we got to start getting aware of the emotions. And so I asked in the beginning, and I write this down so that I can always, you know, ask it right. What emotions are a common theme in your life? So that's, what is your, what is your daily experience? What are your, what, what are the common emotions surrounding your recovery? Surrounding your 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 body surrounding your lifestyle surrounding your money because there is a tremendous tremendous emotion set of emotions that are are running our lives and they are determining the type of life we experience see when we live in a certain state before we be start becoming aware of this stuff, we true we believe that life is happening to us because in that state it is. That there's just no way around it. We're not aware to see that change is a possibility, that we don't have to be the catch-all for what life throws, because that's where our common themed emotions are. Because what emotion is basically energizing a set of beliefs, a set of thoughts. And whatever we energize and whatever we shine a light on is what we see more of. If we're in complete and utter darkness, wherever we shine the light, that will be the only place that we can see. <laughs> no, Rachel, you're not the only one commenting. I love that. Hey, Rachel, it's good to see you. Not the only one commenting. We're just on so many separate platforms right now that that everybody's kind of coming together and I can't see all of them. So no, thank you for, for 
for giving your, you know, some of your experience in here. See, this creates hope with us when we get to see other people that are maybe going through the same things or have been through the same things. There is that opportunity to to be able to, you know, see ourselves in someone else. And so. So what are those common themes? And, you know, that second question happens to be, are they helping you live your greatest life or are they sabotaging your progress? See, we will stand in our own way quicker than, than doors being closed or, or other people can stand in our way. We stand in our way for a really common emotion that's called fear. And emotion, I can't really say fear is just an emotion because it's like fear is an emotion, a thought, and an action all in one thing because that's what is being that's what is being inspired. Our actions are being inspired by our emotions and our emotions are being inspired by our thoughts. And so that common thinking, even if you don't think it's that important, because I always had this issue where my mind, I, I would always say, I have a runaway mind. And I always did. I was the victim of my mind. Because I'd have these runaway thoughts and I never understood that I had the ability to slow down the machine. And it took a lot of things, you know, for me, it was a whole process. What's up, Joe? Glad you're feeling better, man. Awesome. Awesome. So great. It would be great to see you. But, <clears throat> you know, I, I was the victim of that. So I would lay down to try to sleep. And if I wasn't using, my mind would just go, 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 go. And it, what it was playing, it, you know, I like on the thing on the phone or, or on videos where you can speed them up. Now, that seemed like what my mind was doing, running the story of my trauma. Because I had a story of my life. And it was really based around all the trauma because that was the biggest things that I felt impacted me. So my story in life was built around the trauma. And if you've been here with me before, you know that 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 emotional story that I was living under was that I was God's little joke. And that opened the opportunity for everything that could represent that that life had that I, I got to catch because that was my common themed emotion. That was my story. That was my filter. And so even though I would have good things happen in my life, I could not give them a lot of attention. I could not give them a lot of emotion because negative emotion just wears you out. Right or wrong, I can't be the only one that can get myself exhausted over just living in negative emotion. And I'm so grateful for my addiction. I'm so grateful for my relapse because my relapse brought me to the place of saying, I cannot go on this way. And if I don't do something, there's no reason to, to, to even continue living. And I am so grateful 
that I got to that part because a lot of people don't, you know, from coming from our place of active addiction, a lot of people don't live to get to that point. And that's an even scarier topic now because, you know, things are more dangerous now than ever. It's getting so dangerous. And I, and I really believe, I don't kinda, I believe that's happening to push even more people into the recovery process. You know, it really, really does because again, we're necessary, you know, we're necessary because the world and, and humanity as a whole is in need of healing. And we're a whole population of people that, that is our daily life. It has to be. And even though the processes sound easy, they're not. And awareness of emotion starts to take practice. And I, I, one of my common themes was anger. I just put everything into anger. That was the container for it all. Because anger makes you feel stronger than sadness and vulnerability. I mean, like it just makes you feel like you've got some sense of control if I can get angry about this because those all the other emotions scare me. And we have to understand like that that different in a different way from the mindset, the mindset we can begin to do a lot of things to begin to change that. In the emotional body, we have to let that move through us. And what happens with trauma is, is that instead of when things happen, they, we let them happen and move through us as a process, they get stopped because we will put the brakes on something and say, nope, I don't want to feel that. I don't want to deal with that. And as that stuff it, at different levels of the process of that, that happening, to move through you that's where we start creating these blocks and a lot of times they build up in the physical body as inflammation and that's when we begin to have a lot of joint pain and you know especially stomach pain you know our physical if we are not if we're not aware of how connected our mind and body and our emotional codes and body are then we're missing a huge part of the puzzle. I had to go get blood drawn just this past week. And, and it's a nurse that, that I, that often draws my blood. So we have a banter between each other. And I just found out that she, that she has MS and she had never heard of the mind and body connection. She never was even aware or awakened to that. And in one moment, we were talking about how the medicine works and when she has a reaction. And generally, it's because she starts getting nervous, subconsciously nervous about the upcoming infusion. And then she, her body starts having a hard time and she has the reaction. And we talked about that with her. It's like... That's that's what's happening, like emotionally and subconsciously, you're starting to go ahead and get prepared for this big thing. You're putting your armor on, you're you know, you're doing your stuff, you're getting all prepared and protected. 
And it's, it's, it's really time for us to truly understand who we are as sovereign divine beings that we also have the ability and the power to affect our body in a positive way. Because it's scientifically proven at this point that positive emotions create harmony in the body. And the more harmony that we have, the greater our organs work, our blood flows. You know, this is stuff that science is even letting us know this is true. It's not some, you know, crazy wild stuff, you know, it's for real. And so we have to start. Oh, I hate to use the term waking up. Ugh, I do. I hate to use that term. It's so overused. Well, we just have to start removing the veil that we don't have any control over the quality of our life. And these are the ways that we find that. And emotions are so, emotions are going to come out of us one way or the other. And a lot of times when we have pain in the body and pain in the heart, it is not something that's coming to torture us, but it's almost like a child running up and saying, I hurt myself. Please help me. I hurt myself. And as we begin to, to start to open ourselves and change our filter, by choice and 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 reach out for the proper help because i'm an advocate for doing many things that help you begin to live a more positive existence you know heaven is a consciousness is a state of consciousness and heaven doesn't equal Heaven, you know, doesn't equal a person who has no problems. Heaven actually equals a person that chooses not to suffer. And suffer equals playing a, a tape over and over because the things that we experience that we don't really, that we don't really like, a lot of times we let control us and we bury within and it continues to just seep out like a slow bleed into the body and our state of being. And, you know, there is, <clears throat> there are just things that we can do to, to stop that blood flow. And 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 to begin to experience heaven here on earth, knowing that life is going to throw things, but it's not failure to have problems. It is life. You know, we can reframe that and realize that it is life, you know, bringing us the full potential of who we are. And with emotions, chronic emotions, because listen, our nervous system becomes addicted to states of being, to emotions. It will run a program on you that, boom, will come on and you won't even realize it. That's, the, that's that whole connection. And, and, and if, if you get in traffic every day at 3.30, and it really gets to you. 
And then you move away somewhere and you don't have that problem. But all of a sudden, every day at 3.30, you start noticing that you get real panicked. And, you know, you start having, you know, tight chest or these things. It's because the body's running a program off of an emotion that has just continually been there and experienced. And we have to start to stop that loop with with awareness and then we have to have the proper support system and information and people and practices that will help us let that emotion move through us because the one thing that i was always afraid of and one of the reasons that i just could not stop using i was afraid to feel because i had told myself i couldn't handle it and i mean i'm telling you it got to the point where I, if I, if I stubbed my toe or got in a fight with my wife, I would immediately have to use because I would tell myself, I mean, no matter how small the event was, I couldn't handle it. So I needed not to feel it. And then, of course, the loop happens, you know, because every as soon as that goes away, you're back to feeling it again. And and the process starts over again. And the beautiful gift of recovery and these processes that I've been talking to you guys about um, both weeks tonight and last week were actually the the processes that I started to to have and and and, and live and realize that I could handle so much. You know, I had to change the way I saw handling it because I saw handling it as a negative thing because I didn't want to feel it. But when I stopped telling myself that feeling it was bad, all of a sudden, and I knew that there was a purpose to feeling it, that I wasn't just suffering to suffer. Because y'all remember that was my big that was a big thing coming in recovery. I'm just tired of suffering for no other reason but to suffer. So I had that intention of not suffering. And so I would utilize all of this stuff to start to realize that that life throws. I mean, I'm hu the human experience and life as unpredictable and unperfect as it is. Yet so many of us chase perfection with our entire lives. When perfection is a complete lie. It was all about realizing that life was going to happen. And that I could stand there and I could go through it in a way that did not cause me suffering. And so having a goal on the other side of some of this in the early days of feeling this stuff through. Having that goal was always something to know I was moving towards. And so have something that you're moving towards because it will be the inspiration to help you keep going on the days that you just don't feel like you can, that you've got nothing left. And get some tools to utilize that. A lot of people love to meditate. I meditate in my own way. You know, I don't, I don't 
do a lot of the close eyes and some sometimes I will, sometimes I won't, but I do a lot of meditation just connecting with nature. I feel like I'm connecting with 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 the God of my understanding on a physical, you know, in a physical way when I'm connecting with nature. And so meditation is just something that you think on or or that you, you know, or non-think. It's all action. You're either trying, you're either thinking on or you're trying not to think in meditation. But I mean, there's no right. What I'm trying to say is there's no right or wrong way to do something that starts to bring you a different set of emotions to live under. Because when we live under joy and peace and harmony, those become our core emotions. And we're experiencing life different, plain and simple. And, and that's the ways you start getting to places like self-love and self-appreciation and, and true authentic confidence, because these are the biggest things that we can do in life. Far bigger than making billions of dollars or creating the next invention that changes the world. These are the biggest things we can do. Because change out here begins in here. And for each one of us, we don't we don't have to have a cause and be leading the march for some type of cause that someone has deemed right or wrong to change the world. When we change our world, the world naturally changes. And as you begin to do it, then people around you begin to do it and it just moves out. And that's how we help heal humanity. By healing ourselves and realizing that the majority of the people that we meet in our lives, especially the ones that rub us the wrong way, are mirrors of what may still be left inside of us that needs healing. And healing is not a scary thing to do. It is uncomfortable at first. I won't lie. It can still be uncomfortable today. I won't lie. But uncomfortable is doable. Because I've learned at this point that uncomfortable means that I'm growing. And with our, our current climate within, you know, humanity and the division within us all. That's what we're not seeing in each other. That when things are presented in our lives, they are often either places to heal or places to expand or places to look at ourselves. They're not places to, you know, plant a flag on the side of right and wrong and who's right. When we're doing that, we're meeting something that we don't want to see within. And it is causing this great divide. And, and, and all sides are at fault for this. I'm not saying don't, you know, help or, or move the causes that you love. I'm just saying know why you love them. And let them be, you know, positive things that, that give you joy and harmony. Because when we feel when we've got to fight for our stance on something, that is very egoic because nothing about healing is fighting. 
And we have a lot of symbolism, especially in the recovery community, because it's about a motivation where we have a lot of fighting symbolism and and language. Sometimes I used to call you guys recovery warriors, and, and I have a hard time letting that warrior go because it was a warrior mindset that I created that helped me get to healing. But I also know now that a battle is won through love at all times. It is never won through fight. It is never won through anger. And while there is positive anger as well as negative anger, it, positive anger is not fighting people battle to battle, hum, human to human. It may be about just seeing a, a, a place that need could use your help. It can be about a cause about something that's extremely important, like human hunger, <laughs> things that matter, homelessness, things that will matter to somebody and that will bring something positive to someone's life, not something that shuts on another person down on whatever because it makes us uncomfortable. That part's not our business. That's the egoic side. But we're being called to lead a life in love. And it takes far more grit to live a life in love than it does to live a life through the emotion of anger or the egoic, I need to be right. I need to feel justified in keeping this story in my world going, even though my heart may be calling me somewhere else. That's uncomfortable. I'm afraid of that. I'm going to stay here and I'll fight to hang on to it. And you won't take it from me. Anytime you see something happening and the theme is you're not going to take this away from me. That is a survival situation. People are in survival mode and they don't hear each other. Love is not a part of that interaction. It can't be. You know, emotions have opposites. And, you know, for we say for it's the opposite of love is hate. And yeah, I guess that can be. But I think that a lot of things are the opposite of of love. Um, I think probably one of the emotions it's opposite of love is fear and anger and all of these things that are that are opposite of love in your life. And love doesn't just mean you know, connection, human being, like, you know, like couple love or sibling or parental love. Love is, 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 is truly all things that bring joy or, or into your world. Like love is just a set of, it encompasses all things. You know, I don't think there's a cap we can put on love. And, 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 you know, we, on the other side of sadness is joy. And, and the beautiful message is that we have the switch. And maybe it's not a switch because it's not that fast. Maybe it's more like a dial. And we can either dial up the joy in our lives or we can dial up the sadness. But we got to remember that as, as, as co-creators in the world, because that's who we are, we're co-creating this life that we live. 
and not just us we're 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 we go out just the same positive energy you can give out negative energy can go out and it can hit a wave of other human beings we are powerful in that and as co-creators we get to learn that i can begin to define my life and not be defined by my emotional stories, my emotional hurts, heartaches, angers. I can be defined by emotions like joy, emotions like love, compassion. We can do that. And it starts with that awareness. And so I hope, 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 hope that there's been something said here tonight that will enhance your life or that shows you how amazing your life already is that sewed into you some kind of way. I truly appreciate the opportunity to get to come and share like this with you because this makes me joyful. <clears throat> it really, really does. Only for the reason that I have been and lived for so long in the in the grips of the bottom and i would have never ever ever imagined that i could little live a life that feels so sovereign and so free and it just continues to grow in that every day even though laid out on paper you'd look maybe someone outside who wasn't aware would look at my life and say what are you so happy about what are you what are you celebrating so much? I love my life. I absolutely love my life. And I love where it is. I love where it's been. And I love where it's going. And I know that a lot of people are having problems with thanking their trauma and all that other things. And that's okay because that is a healing process. I haven't always been in the place that I can say, Oh, I'm grateful. I wasn't always here. So for all those that are in that space where it's not the trauma that we should be thankful or regretful of it's, it's, it's what we've built around it and how it has truly affected our emotions and, and had us live in states of attraction and being that really caused us great pain. And until that heals through, you can't be grateful for it. So don't think that you're, you know, and we don't have to pick a side on that either. We're all in this amazing healing process and it's we're on our own. So Rachel's got a problem. LC at the end, when you pray, could you ask your audience if they know or have a wheelchair to donate to the kind of chair people are paraplegic use, not the bulky hospital kind? I got you. So we'll put that up right there for Rachel Dahmer. If any of you have something like that, then please get in touch with her. I'm sure there is a way to get in touch with um, Rachel just by going there to Rachel's Facebook page. Absolutely, Rachel. And I do hope that that actually comes to you. In fact, you know what I want you to do? Here's a great, great, great thing, Rachel. Just visualize, get it, get in it. Get in it. Get in your gratitude already that your wheelchair has shown up. Feel it. Feel the feeling of having it. See it. Get it. It's already done. What we've asked for, believe you have received. 
it has no choice but to be yours. And remember, that's negative or positive, okay? So whatever you, wherever you are in your life, who do you want to be? Spend time in that place because if you want it, it's already yours. It's already meant for you. You know, there's a, there's a dream in your heart. And if you'll see yourself in it, there's no choice but to get there. And don't define the things that come into your life that make you uncomfortable or feel like opposition. Don't question that those are part of the process of becoming that in which you have ask and believe store. So keep believing, y'all. Imagine, become aware of your emotional code. Imagine yourself living the kind of life that you dream of, that you is freedom and healing and happiness and joy. I want to say a happy birthday to my beautiful cousin, Hunter. I sent him a text the other day, but I don't know if he got it. I want to say happy late birthday to you. And I'm super proud of you and all of our family that's watching over us to be super proud of you, too. And that I love you very, very, very much. And hey. Our beautiful friend Pamela Topchin and Breakthrough Hypnotherapy has an amazing offer for all of the audience, wherever you're watching or listening for the Recovery Soul Food podcast and YouTube channel and whatever we do, anytime we open our mouth. If you're an audience member, you get to get a free full session of hypnotherapy with Pamela Topchin just by saying, hey, I come from Recovery Revolution and Recovery Soul Food. Let me get that amazing blessing. So you'll get the free 15-minute consultation session, but this is a free full session of hypnotherapy. And this is an amazing modality to help you in that healing and emotional release process. I guarantee you, I use it a lot, a lot. So get up with Pamela Topchian and take advantage of that free session. What do you got to lose? If you've never done it, see if it works. If it doesn't, what did you lose? Not a thing. Hit her up. Make sure you do. Man, y'all have an amazing, amazing holiday season. Take care of yourselves. Make sure that you uh, you define the way you experience this thing. Don't let uncle so-and-so or aunt so-and-so or mom or dad or whatever come in and, and take the vibe away. All right? You can get up from your give up. You can create a life you love. I know I'm living proof until next week. I don't know if we're going to do next week's next week is Christmas Eve. So I will likely spend that night with my wife, but you never know, man. I like to do this a lot. I might come on, but y'all have an amazing holiday season. I love you guys so much. Thank you for your time. And I will see you. Hey, remember the 31st, December, same time, same places. We're going to have a live Q&A session to close out season four of the Recovery Soul Food podcast. So show up. Remember, I need moderators as well. Somebody that can come in and help me field these questions. So please, if you're willing to do that, please, please, please go over to Instagram at recovery underscore soul food and DM me. Let me know that you'd be able to do that on whatever page you watch on, whatever group you watch on. That would be amazing if you could help me field those questions and bring your questions. Listen, if it comes with a pure heart, I'm going to answer it and I'm going to answer it transparently. So whether you want, you know, advice about something, whether you want to know something about me, it, whatever it is, and it's not just 
limited to one question. I want you guys to show up and ask, ask for what you need. Let me know. I'm here as a vessel to just help expand. And that's all I want to do while I expand. Y'all sow into me the same as I sow into you. And I appreciate you. I love you guys so much. Y'all have an amazing holiday. And I'll see y'all on the 31st. Bye, guys.